Okay. Der, 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 der. Is that directed at me? No, 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 no. No, I'm waiting for you to get yourself switched on, turned on, or whatever we have to do uh, to do this, and then we can start it. Sit. You all right, girls? We're gonna we're gonna do the podcast in a minute. Okay. Don't lick my foot. Uh, right. Sorry. Carry on. Yeah, I'll set phasers to stun, and we'll we'll go. <coughs> Dear. Ah, uh. oh, that's better. Is that, is that under your arms or in the room? No, just all over my body because uh, I only just got up. Oh, golly. Could you at least get a flannel? Well, I don't really need a flannel, do I? Or a bath towel, then. No, you can't see me. What are you going on about? Yeah, but just in case I halfway through the podcast I have to go and do something on your computer, huh? the camera's always on. Oh, I've put something over it. Bit of paper, you can't see anything. Oh, I've just overslept and um, <clears throat> walked around the garden with the dogs, give them something to eat, and uh, they want to go back to bed. And uh, oh dear, what a life! Oh gosh, well, I didn't get to bed till three o'clock. I mean, for goodness sake, why didn't you get to bed till three? You sound fairly pissed off. What's wrong? No. Oh, shit. I do hate it. You know, you come in after you've been out. And I mean, I usually go out after I've finished my talk radio show. Uh, talk radio Monday to Friday, 7 till 10. I don't know why I do that. I do that. <laughs> people say, maybe I'm meeting people who are a bit, you know, a bit dim, have never heard my radio show, no idea who I am, all that sort of thing. And then they say, what do you do? And I say... James Well, talk radio, 7 till 10, Monday to Friday. It's like being Mr. Voiceover, isn't it? Like a permanent jingle. Yeah. Now, you come in and you've you've bought a couple of drinks and you've used that. Do you remember cash? Cash? Cash, yeah, money, money. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. sorry. I thought you, you take it out of your pocket and you put it down somewhere and I've got this whole pile on the desk here that I really need to go and do something with. Could you uh, hit the arcades? Could do. It's not really good for you, is it? No. If you if you do the two p machines, it's not really gambling, is it? You know the uh, what the penny drop machines. Yeah, that's not gambling. Normally, I put all those into uh, into charity boxes in uh, in the shop in the high street. But yeah, I got a fucking ticket the other day. I got down to the the shop and uh, I thought I just stick the car there. I'll be two seconds. Um. <clears throat> <clears throat> uh, it's my fault. I should have, you know, I should have paid. Uh, I thought, oh, f me, a pound is the minimum amount. I'm going to be two seconds. I just wanted a loaf of bread and half a dozen eggs. And I came out, and this really cheery bloke taking photographs of my car saying, Sorry, mate, can't park here. I said, No, it's okay. I won't bother to come back to the local shops. I'll just go to the supermarket in future. It's just ridiculous. When you can go to an out of town, uh, supermarket. There's a Sainsbury's up the road. Huge, huge place. And uh, you just drive in, leave your car, everything's fine. Go in, have a coffee in the coffee shop, look through the clothes, buy a new pair of underpants, get your... F just, oh, it just annoys me. <sighs> I don't want any of this going out on the podcast. I know what you're like for doing that, and I don't want any of this going out. You won't be able to put it out because I'm going to say... Shit, wank, and spew, and that means you can't put any of it out. Well, I could leave spewing. Well, I wouldn't. <coughs> Not after all the business at the uh, flipping. I can't believe. Do you know? I cannot believe the. I should save this when we do the podcast. In fact, yeah, I probably will. About about oh, just politics and all that bollocks. In fact, um. You see, I've got to be very careful. I can't use words like humbug anymore. Apparently, that's very aggressive. I uh, know, of course you can. You could go into a sweet shop and say, uh, can I have some humbugs? Don't sell humbugs anymore. Don't be ridiculous. When did you last get a humbug? Uh, last time I went to uh, Ling's Chinese restaurant. They have a little bowl as you go in the door. They're not humbugs. 
They had humbugs and Everton mints. I hate getting <clears throat> getting up this early in the morning. What is it? About eleven thirty? It's it's almost the crack of noon. Yeah. Um. So uh, that, that and you had one of those. Yes. Well, I didn't have it before. I had my Chinese. It was like a Chinese all you can eat, and I had that on the way out. I find those disgusting. Just encourages gluttony. No, 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 no. It's like do, um, do, 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 do. yes, 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 yes. It's it, it's it's not because it's it's you know responsible eating. Bollocks! Because you only pick what you want to eat, and then you go and pick it some more. No, I normally only just get one plate's worth. I I never abuse uh, Ling's Chinese restaurant. That I don't understand why people go backwards and forwards <laughs> and fill plates. <laughs> well, because it's. All you could eat for whatever it is. That's just attracting the fat bastards, isn't it? You go into some of these places, it's like the what used to be the happy eaters or whatever. And it's full of fat, ugly people, isn't it? Can you say that? It's a certain supermarket chain that seems to attract the ugliest people I've ever seen. I won't mention it, because I never know whether you put this stuff out or not, but it... You know, they go in tracksuits. I don't suppose they ever get washed. They don't look like they're washed. Uh, they look like they just fell out of bed, a little bit like I feel at the moment, but I'm not in a tracksuit. I'm not in anything. Oh, yeah, I'm in a birthday suit. And and they're, they're just, you, you know, you hear them talking, and they're, oh, golly, gosh. Yeah, I know, girls, it's all right. We don't do that, no. Can, can you give oh. us a clue? What? Well, I'd, I'd like to know which supermarket to avoid <clears throat> oh, well I'll tell you off air you can't I'm not saying it while I'm sitting in here talking to you on uh, a microphone when I know that you are likely to put that out and get it, me it, into trouble is it of German origin I'm not saying a word we yeah. don't have any German supermarkets did we not I thought we did well, I don't know uh, is it uh, is it one where they used to slap their back pockets all the time Oh, that's like Lederhosen, isn't it, when they do that little dance? Oh, Edelweiss. Bring me Edelweiss. Yeah, how does that go? Edelweiss. Oh, not that Edelweiss. one. Edelweiss. Why was I talking about supermarkets? Um, because you went to uh, your local shop uh, to drop off some oh, coins yeah, in the charity yeah, box and you got yeah. a fine. Well, no, oh, that's it, yeah. Because of the money off the, yeah, yeah. Oh, gosh. Well, how much money have you got there on the table right now? Well, there's lots of pennies and two penny pieces, right. and I'm not counting through those. But there are lots of pound coins here as well. Have you got enough to pay your uh, fine? Uh, no, nowhere near. But it's funny because you take all the change out. Never look. One, two, three, four, five. I've got a fiver. Six, seven, eight. I've got ten quid in pound coins there. Sixty quid. You need. Yeah. But yeah. what if you pay it early? Does it halve? No, no, it, it, uh, that's the cheapest bit if you pay it in two weeks. Maybe I could crowdfund it, like that woman who um, who went on a date and uh, and she the bloke said, no, you're too fat, and he walked off. Right. And she went home really annoyed, so she crowdfunded uh, it to get the money that it had cost her. She reckoned it cost her 90 quid in fares and stuff to go there. 90 quid? Yeah. And she got something like about two or three grand. Couldn't we crowdfund this program? We could, but I'm more worried about your parking ticket. I'm more worried about the cost that this is. We don't even make any money out of it, hardly. We sell a few of my books, and then, you know, I'm not even sure if I get the money. You, you don't? No, I didn't think so, because you handle all that side of it. By the time all the expenses and everything's come out, there's... Um, yeah, that's what I thought. It's still in its negative. That's what it thought. I thought. I mean, we could give this programme to one of those big advertising companies, but we wouldn't make any money then, would we? Well, you wouldn't. No, no, you wouldn't. No, no, I wouldn't, no. I think we should crowdfund it. I'm still worried about your bill, because if you don't pay it, it's going to become like You're a... You're trying to take me off the idea that I want paying for doing this, aren't you? And it could cost you thousands of pounds, and then they come to you repossess see, your car. Yeah, I really do feel when we started this, and uh, you said, "Yeah, yeah, we'll we'll be able to pay you in about six months." That was four or five years ago. Yeah, yeah, but you've seen how the uh, Brexit negotiations are doing. It takes time to do these things. Really, I'm still in negotiations <sighs> with people. 
Mm-hmm. I think we should crowdfund it. I, I'm going to take it. I, I, I need a coffee, actually. I haven't even made a coffee. I've got up so late. Why don't I play the uh, the jingle and start the show, and then you run off quickly. Oh, that's a good idea. And because then, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And put out some sort of advertising, or, or how how could we crowdfund the James Whale radio podcast? I can make an appeal. Because we need some new equipment. I mean, this is beginning to fall apart. Is it? Well, I think so, yeah. And you could certainly do with a hair transplant or something. Oh, I could do with some of those implants, yeah. You know, in my new car I bought? Yeah. They, they were very good and they explained how it worked. But <laughs> I've forgotten. Um, and they've given me a SIM card or something. Right. What is this? Is oh, that, they put the SIM card in. That's so you right. can make emergency calls in your car. Well, no. Uh, remove the SIM card from this package. Locate in the SIM card reader in the vehicle centre console. Oh, sugar. Which I've done. Okay. Yeah. Um, when the SIM is correctly inserted, I do like the word inserted, mm. uh, it should not stick out. Yeah, I've done. It's done. They did that in the garage. And they said, then you need to go and... and um, Connectivity settings, SIM setup, easy steps to get connected. What is it connected for? I can't remember. It'll be your GPS and tracking and all that kind of stuff. Ubgg. That's what it's called. Ub. Install the data plan included using the SIM card provided with your vehicle. You can connect to the internet and enable the navigation and connectivity features of your infotainment system your vehicle has Wi-Fi hotspot capability you can share your connectivity with up to eight devices follow the easy steps to get connected right so the SIM card is inserted mm-hmm. connectivity uh, that's number two so where is number two what 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 do you mean where is number two I don't know hang on um, connectivity, your vehicle retailer may have completed the first three steps for you. In this case, only follow the account creation setup. Have you Ensure, done that? Ensure, yeah, well, yeah, I haven't, no, this is what I have to do. Ensure your mobile device is connected to the vehicle's Wi-Fi hotspot. I think it is. You can find the vehicle's hotspot. It's, my phone is connected to the hands-free on the vehicle. Is that? It. Yeah, but that might be Bluetooth. That's not the uh, Wi-Fi yeah. hotspot of your car. Oh, you see, it's getting more wide. Does everything have to be so? So you can find the vehicle's hotspot name and password on the touchscreen's Wi-Fi or hotspot settings. Refer to your vehicle handbook if needed. Open up the UBIGI app or visit ubigi.me. Enter your details, choose a username and password. Now you can enjoy the convenience of mobile connectivity included with your vehicle. Right. I need someone to do that, don't I? You would have thought Rolls-Royce would have done it for you, though. That's not a fucking Rolls-Royce, you twat. <laughs> Apparently these are in most cars now. Yes, they are, yeah. Uh, and this actually is just difficult. I mean, I'm sure I'll be able to do it. Will I? Um, I'm not sure, actually. <laughs> okay. Well, what I should do is I should call you. I should go and sit in the car, and we could go through it. That would help. Uh, uh, <clears throat> oh, I found all the instructions. That I, uh, remove the SIM card from its packaging. They did this for me in the garage. Stick it in the thing. There is a row of icons at the bottom of the touchscreen. All oh, right, okay. So I could follow this, couldn't I? Yeah. Mm. Okay. <clears throat> what worries about this particular car? Um, it has it has the options to press a couple of buttons, and one you go straight to through to a vehicle assist, and the other one you go through if you have an emergency, go straight through to the emergency services. So the whole car is set up like one big mobile phone, isn't it? Yeah, that's why you need the SIM, so they can uh, send your GPS data directly to the police or ambulance or fire brigade. So what worries me is they could listen in, surely, to everything that goes on in that car. Cars can be hacked. You can turn off things like um, <laughs> brakes, open doors, <coughs> turn, turn oh, the uh, heaters on. 
you could do all sorts remotely to your car. Could you? Hmm. It gets worse, doesn't it? Yeah. It's mm. uh, just, just you should get an old car. I don't want an old car. They break down. <laughs> anyway, I've got an old car I've had for 20 years. Oh, it needs washing. Oh, God. Oh, dear. Can we do a short show today because I'm feeling quite knackered? Well, have you made your coffee yet? I don't think you have, have you? You said you no, were No, I'll go and make the coffee while you do a few things. But I do need to set that up, don't I? You need to set your car up. What if you have an accident later today? Oh, shut up. You know, you need to be ready for it. Yeah, yeah, I need to set it up. Well, maybe we'll go and do it later. Let's do, let's do the podcast, and then I'll take you into my car, and you can help me insert stuff. Okay. Drum roll. Yeah, okay, right. I'm going to make the coffee. You uh, do stuff, and I'll come back, and uh, we'll do the show. Okay. better <coughs> i had a nice coffee nice coffee uh sort of uh brush of the teeth and uh pick sort of got all the phlegm up you know you have first thing in this morning and uh no it's good feel feel fine now i've been sat here for like 45 minutes yeah have we finished maybe i didn't realize well no, i'll be waiting for you to make your coffee and then you suddenly just disappeared oh yeah i got uh i i, I was sitting down watching some of the latest garbage from uh from the news uh okay well let's uh let's start off have we played the theme yet or not yes about 45 minutes I'm gonna <coughs> edit a huge <coughs> chunk of nothingness that'd be really just edit that up uh anyway welcome to the james well radio podcast here uh, right here, wherever you find it every week, and uh, right at this time, and, and you know, keep it with you, take it with you, uh, or listen to me live on talk radio, 7 o'clock till 10, Monday to Friday. Uh, and sometimes I'm off. Most of the time I'm on. Now, listen, I, I, I'll tell you what I wanted to do. There's been a... a I've, I've been watching the news continually because of what's been going on. We'll talk about that in a minute. But there, there's been a news story about the uh, breakfast BBC breakfast presenter, Naga Monchetti. I don't know, have you seen this story? I actually watched that this morning on a, like a clip where she was talking about President Trump's uh, saying, yeah. go home. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was perfectly fine. She made some points you may agree or disagree with. Perfectly fine. And the BBC have decided to censure her for it. I did find that odd. It's 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 not only it's it, the BBC is completely and totally fucked up. Now I have a friend who's going through a, a, a little dispute with the BBC at the moment. It's like they still live in the 1940s. Not that I remember the 1940s, but they ha they seem to have no idea. And I'm I'm going between Sky News, Talk Radio, and the BBC News. And, the, and I'm sorry, but the BBC is totally biased. Their news, which all seems to be anti-Boris, uh, which seems to be slightly... I mean, and everybody says, oh, well, it depends on which side of the fence you're on. I'm not particularly on any side of the fence. You listen to my programme, I'm, I'm, I'm going to wind you up. I'm, I'm pretty pro-Boris. Uh, I mean, I don't want to live under a... a, a a Corbynista regime where we're all told what to say and think um, and all the people who uh, who are pretty useless uh, are told they're going to get just as much as the people who contribute more that's not going to work for me it might work for you uh, obviously uh, if I was to say that on a programme I was doing for the BBC they'd probably get very upset but I would say this here's the phone number if you don't agree with me ring in but the BBC have got these sort of uh, uh, rules and regulations that only seem to apply to certain people at certain times. In the same way that if you work for the BBC and you do a programme, you're not really allowed to be seen to be uh, the voice or face of an advertising campaign. Unless, of course, you're Gary Lineker. Um, there have been many people on the BBC who have criticised Donald Trump 
for all kinds of things. Um, when uh, a woman of colour like Naga Monchetti, who I like a lot, by the way, she's uh, even played golf for my charity, uh, makes a comment, which you may or may not agree with, but she was asked to make this comment by her co-presenter, she is then censured by the BBC because some silly f**kwit complained. I love the way people complain. You know, they complain about the most ridiculous things and unfortunately people have to take them seriously. I think before you take a complaint seriously, you have to give that person some sort of psychological test to see whether they need to be taken seriously or not, don't you? The complainer, yes. Yeah. Mm. I mean, and and the BBC must, they I don't know, what are they trying to achieve? Naga was asked her opinion on something and she gave it. Maybe the bloke who asked her her opinion should be the one who's censured. Um, but the BBC, you know, I told you about my mate who's uh, was told that he'd had complaints from his staff. He was one of the bosses at the BBC um, in a certain part of the BBC. And uh, somebody complained because he told them they weren't doing a very good job, I can reveal. Uh, so they made a complaint saying he was a bully. <laughs> you know, if you're the boss and somebody's shit, fucking sack them. Oh, no, you can't. You might upset them. Oh, what a shame. And, uh, and somebody complained that he walked in too aggressive manner. I mean, you've got to be so careful now because, you know, he used to say sort of fairly ridiculous things, I suppose, or sometime like, careful otherwise I'm going to give you the fucking slap you don't say that anymore it's, it's not the sort of thing you could get away with is it no you just mention Mickey Mouse all the time yeah and you know I have my eyes on you and I also know Mickey Mouse and I know when yeah. to shut up yeah yes exactly um, but uh, I, ju I just the BBC has to be curtailed the BBC should be running one TV one radio channel nationally and they should be running their local stations because those local stations are not the sort of things commercial broadcasting can do there is very little in the way of local newspapers now and the bbc had a, have, a, have a great opportunity to expand their local radio service and maybe some of their local tv services will be okay local tv news and radio but they don't need all this commercial shit. They have got so many fingers in so many pies. And the people at the top of the BBC are not the best, trust me. And they all go, on the, oh, we've got to get paid this and paid that. Otherwise, we could go to the commercial sector. No, you couldn't. I have, I have very little, I have very, very little respect uh, for uh, most people I have worked for. Not all, not all. There are some very good people, but they came from the commercial sector. Uh, and they were hated in the BBC, but they did make a difference and they did do well. It doesn't work the other way. People going from the BBC into the commercial sector doesn't work. I'm sure nobody's interested in this. Why am I talking about this? Filling the show. That's what you're doing. Uh, and now I'm not watching TV in, in a way that needs a license, so they can sort off as well. They keep sending me reminders. Your TV license is due. Oh, there's a blue tit just uh, eating some berries on a tree, getting ready for hibernation, I suppose. Oh, they are nice. I do like blue tits. It's like country file. Do you like blue tits? Um, I prefer them with nipples. What? Ah, oh, it's in the lilac tree now looking at me. Ah, oh, that's sweet. Look like they're wearing a little school cap, don't they? You want one with nipples? What are you talking about? How I like my tits. I'm talking ornithology, you pillock. Listen, let's talk Brexit because uh, this this uh, it has to be it has to be the most ridiculously uh, biased bit of reporting uh, from the BBC. Um, let, let's f first of all look. Boris Johnson's a bit of a lad, um, but I think he could be really good for the country. I'm sorry if you disagree. Get in touch, JamesWellRadio at gmail dot com. JamesWellRadio at gmail dot com. And if you don't like it, then f*** off. You don't have to listen. I'll stay. No, I'm waiting for the people who, who, who are going to get upset. Piss off, right? You know, if you want to, if you want to get upset, email me and tell me what you think. But you, oh, I'm going to complain. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Not interested. Ring me up on my radio show. I have to be slightly more contrite, don't I? Yes, you do. Is that the right word? Well, it's 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 the word that uh, you have to, to be. Uh... 
on your best behaviour at all times. Yeah, I, and I am. But I just, you know, they lie so much at each other. So you mentioned Boris Johnson and anybody in the opposition will say he's a liar. They won't actually give you any evidence or they'll they'll take you back to an article he might have written years ago and say they got this wrong and he got that wrong. Well, currently he's the Prime Minister and he might not be a very good Prime Minister and then we ought to vote him out. But, of course, the opposition don't want an election. They've tied his hands so that it's almost impossible to do a deal with the European Union, thinking that we... Uh, so many people in Parliament... And I was one of these as well, not in Parliament, but I, I thought we should stay with the European Union. I've changed my mind, like lots of other people. In a democracy, you're allowed to do that. But, of course, unfortunately, the vast majority of people in our Parliament disagree with the people of this country. But maybe maybe I'm wrong. Maybe the majority of people in this country want to stay with the European Union and be bossed around by them. And they're getting very sort of uh, cocky at the moment, aren't they? Because they don't think we can leave. They think we are tied to them forever. And that is what made me change my mind to a certain extent. And then Boris comes to Parliament after the Supreme Court have... Uh, and nobody's quite sure how the Supreme Court came to the decision that they did. But they did, and they are the Supreme Court, and you have to... Uh, you, you, you have to do what they say, and that's acceptable. You don't have to agree with it. You don't have to think it's right in your head, but you have to comply with it because that's what they said until that has been overturned or something has uh, transpired that um, supersedes it. Okay? That's fine. And you can say that. And Boris did. Um, but, you know, and then... <laughs> And then the Attorney General, Jeffrey Cox, who I'm not a big fan of. He's a bit of a pompous, what's it, a bit of a ham actor. But I have to say, when he came back to Parliament and he he did his thing, it was riveting. This is a dead Parliament. A dead Parliament. And you turkeys sitting in the front row, you will not be able to put off the eventuality of Christmas. It was brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. And he was right. We have got a parliament that's dead. It can't do anything. And Jeremy Corbyn sits there. At least he's smartened himself up. You have to, you have to give Jeremy Corbyn it that they have styled him. He wears a sharp suit. His beard is properly trimmed. He has a, a makeup. And, uh, you know, he's looking smart. The shame is he couldn't deliver a speech to save his life. He's got one of the weakest voices of anyone I've ever heard. And, of course, all he's doing is offering the same sort of Marxist, um, socialist sort of claptrap that you, uh, you got from Michael Foote back in the day. But anyway, listen, some people might like it. In a democracy, that's fine. If the people vote for it, that's fine. Um, let's have an election. You want an election? Let's have an election. Yeah, but we're not having an election if we're not sure of winning. <gasps> oh, right, okay. And then Boris, and, and, and some of the MPs, particularly some of the, the, the... And I don't want to be sexist about this. Everybody should be treated the same way. I believe that. So don't start sort of, you know, affecting tears and saying I'm frightened of getting death threats and then bring up the tragedy of an MP who lost her life. I mean, that is an absolute tragedy, and people who behave in that way need locking up forever, and hopefully will be. But if you're in public life, if you are a, an actor, broadcaster, sports person, you will get death threats. Everybody does. And sometimes they're taken seriously, and sometimes you can see they're just stupid people. I mean, people who would threaten somebody they don't know like that have got mental health problems and sometimes they will try and carry it out absolutely no doubt but i don't think it's got anything to do with the rhetoric in parliament although you know things do get you going but to be quite honest the word surrender the word humbug the word dead parliament the word or phrase turkey's voting for christmas or whatever i mean this is this is not i saw some people, one MP who nearly burst a blood vessel, 
another one who got so angry she started to cry. I mean, th this is theatre. And I actually don't think Boris Johnson had anything to apologise for. You know, the opposition carried their law cases, got the, uh, the, the suspension of Parliament overturned, they had to come back. And what do they do? Yell at each other. They spent the day yelling at each other. And they only done a, a three-day week, and they buggered off. And then they go and vote against the suspension so the Conservatives could have their conference, which is what all political parties do every year. How childish. How childish. Because nothing will be achieved. Nothing will be achieved until Brexit has been sorted. And if they can't do anything because it is a dead parliament full of people who really are more interested in themselves than anything else, you know, you just see the way they all want to get their little bit of limelight, stand up, ask a question, look upset, shout a bit. Why doesn't he... Well, there were Labour MPs and opposition MPs saying, lock him up to the Prime Minister. Lock him up, he's a liar. He's broken the law. He hasn't broken the law at all. You see, this is what worries me. Some of these people are just f***ing thick. And they're politicians, and they've, they've been voted in, which doesn't say much for their electorate, does it? Absolutely thick. Boris Johnson has not broken the law. He took advice. He did what he thought was right and how he would eventually get what he wants. He wants to leave the European Union because that is what the majority of people in this country voted for. Not me at the time. I voted to remain. But that was not to be the case of the referendum. The referendum was won by the people who wanted to leave. And everybody said, including me at the time when I had not changed my mind, well, it's fairly close, isn't it? Well, actually, it's not that close, is it? If, if an election, would you ask if you got 52% and the losers got 40, would you say, oh, I think we need a recount. I think we need to do another election. It's too close. Would you do that? I don't think so. Three years on, we have not achieved anything because, in the words of Geoffrey Cox, we have a dead parliament. Maybe an impu... impu... Impotent. Impotent, that's right. Yeah. An impotent parliament, not an impudent parliament. An impotent parliament. A parliament that cannot do anything. There's no chance of an ejaculation in this parliament no chance of it coming to any kind of conclusion at all. And whatever whatever deal Boris Johnson brought back from Brussels, it would not be voted through because the MPs are more concerned about themselves than they are about democracy. And because there are members of parliament who represent leave constituencies who are still voting against anything and saying, well, we don't want to ruin it for our constituents. Constituents told you they want to leave the European Union. Have you done it? No. The way things are going, uh, we won't ever leave. Because how can Boris negotiate anything? Because the European Union know that they won't get whatever deal it is through Parliament. So we either just carry on in this state of limboness, or we have an election. And if we carry on <clears throat> in this state of limboness, um, will we actually? What happens on the thirty-first of October? We are out of the European Union, except this bill that's been passed says we can't leave without a deal. Supposing the deal is not acceptable by Parliament and the European Union do not want to give us an extension. So we are not going to get anywhere at all. There needs to be an election. And OK, have it after the 31st of October. It won't make any difference. We can't have it before because it might be that we'll crash out of the Europe. We might do that anyway. Because if there is a law in this country that says we cannot leave without a deal, which is the most ridiculous law anyway. How are you going to enforce that? Supposing the European Union say, we can't see any kind of, of deal ever getting through the British Parliament the way it is at the moment. So we're not going to give you an extension. 
and we'll just have to muddle through. And Boris Johnson comes back to the country and says, well, I'm sorry, there is no deal, and they won't extend it. And what are they all going to do? Sit there gormlessly. They are the most appalling people I have ever seen. And this whole thing, and, and I'm sorry, but the BBC lead every news bulletin at the moment with this whole thing about Boris is a liar, Boris has done that, Boris has broken the law. And they might say, oh, well, we're giving both sides and everything. It's not. It, 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 it is aimed against Boris. It is in favour of the the minorities, the snivelling, the crying, the the, the bloke looked as if he were Barry Sherman, looked like he was bursting a blood vessel. Uh, and these are the sound bites that are continually being played over and over again. And that gives a, a form of biasness. Our Prime Minister has not broken the law. If he'd broken the law, he'd be locked up. He took advice to prorogue Parliament because he wanted an election, he wanted the Queen's speech, and there was the conference season. So Parliament was prorogued for a couple of days. You come back to Parliament, you do fuck all but argue with each other, then vote against the Tories having their conference, which is just childishness. Uh, but they've taken it on the chin, worked very well. They'll have a couple of days uh, in Manchester. I feel sorry for the economy of Manchester, by the way. And Jeremy Corbyn just sits there and looks like a miserable old git. And I, 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 I'm, I'm loathed, absolutely loathed, uh, to to watch any more of the parliamentary channel because I get hooked and I can't stop. But I'm glad to say that we're getting loads of phone calls on the radio station and people want to talk about it. People are hooked on this. And until we get this sorted out, there is nowhere to go. Nowhere, absolutely nowhere to go. So I say, let us have an election. And if you want the uh, the socialist dream of Jeremy Corbyn, then you can vote for Jeremy Corbyn. If you want to stay in the European Union, come what may, then you can vote for Joe Swinson. If you want uh, whatever uh, Boris is offering at the time, uh, uh, a deal or no deal uh, removal from the European Union, I don't know how the Tories will put it. I don't even know how the Labour Party are going to put it. The only people who are absolutely sure the Lib Dems, they want to stay in. We need an election, and it will be a single-issue election. I mean, there will be other issues put in there, but, you know, we will all vote on what we want as far as our membership or not of the European Union is concerned. Seems pretty simple to me. An election is the only way to go because they're going to try and embarrass the government uh, by making Boris Johnson write his letter to the European Union begging for an extension. And I have to tell you that as a, a, a former Remainer, I keep meeting people who want to leave. Now, just get out. Don't care. I don't care whether we get a deal. Just let's leave. And I'm not sure, is that the majority in the country? I don't know. I do know that since I changed my mind and thought, well, there's not much point in staying now with the European Union. The amount of vitriol and, and threats I've got from the Remainers, who I thought were supposed to be fairly intelligent, but obviously not, is quite entertaining. I don't cry over it because I just, that's how things go. If you, if you, uh, uh, if you have a point of view, whether you're a politician or a personality or whatever I happen to be, uh, and you state it, you are going to get threats from those people who are unfortunately inadequate. And we don't ever, we, you know, there are inadequates in society. And, uh, and as I say, there are lots of stupid people. How many of you know a stupid person or stupid people? Yep, see, we all do. We all do. And they've all got the vote too. Anyway, I think I've done enough now. <clears throat> I should have been a Prime Minister. I'm just wondering whether Boris could, instead of handing the letter over to the EU, could go, how much jail term would I serve if I didn't? <coughs> don't make me don't make me laugh. I wish I could get rid of this cold. <coughs> Maybe he'd get a suspended sentence. Well, I'm not sure that, that uh, the law 
um, as purports um, parliamentary law like that actually has much of a consequence. But they're saying now there may well be loopholes in what's known as the Ben document or Ben law. Uh, but it's a stupid law because it's taken away his ability and anybody else's ability to negotiate a deal. If if the other side know, well, we're not leaving unless we get a reasonable deal or a good deal, and they're saying, well, we're not going to give you a good deal and you can't leave. Ha, 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 ha. Can you hear that? What? What is that? That's rain. That's really loud. Oh, yeah. we, had like, we had that the other day. <clears throat> it's a remnants of um, Storm Umberto. Umberto? Umberto, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, um, Al Capone's brother was called Umberto, wasn't he? Umberto Capone. Anyway, do you want to do uh, your bit? Because I think I might have gone on a long time doing that. Yeah, I've only got a few minutes to do my little bit. Good. That's excellent. That's what we like to hear. Yeah. I need to go and have a shower, and uh, I'm looking down at my body, and it needs a scrub. Right, you carry on. I've got stuff to do. Uh, Amazon Alexa is getting Samuel L. Jackson's voice. That's very nice. Uh, including swearing. And uh, to upgrade, it'll cost you about 80p. Other celebrities will be uh, coming online soon. I was thinking whether a James Whale Alexa might be an idea. Think of all those 80ps you could get. Oh, my. Okay. Are you playing cards? No, I'm just yeah, yeah, I'm just sorting some stuff out in my desk. <clears throat> because, you know, I've got other things to do in a very busy day. Right, come on. A James uh, Well Alexa, that's a good idea. Uh, Amazon has also announced 15 new products, including an Alexa's ring <laughs> so, and uh, some smart uh, frames, which are glasses, uh, a smart oven and some uh, fully wireless earbuds. Really? Hmm. Well, that'll be very nice. They've also upgraded their uh, smart speakers. All good stuff. And by the way, this is not an advert for Amazon. Sounds like it to me. Well, if they want to part with some money, I'll uh, quite happily sit here for the next hour and chatting about how amazing they are. Uh, if you uh, change your uh, new Apple iPhone 11, iPhone 11 Pro screen, because you've smashed it, it will now bug the hell out of you by reporting the fact that you've changed the screen for a non-Apple one every time you turn it on. And there is more ransomware on its way as the group responsible for the last big wave of ransomware has decided to come out of retirement and there's a new wave on its way, so be very careful. Make sure your antivirus is up to date. Do you know, it's really boring. Could you do something else? I can juggle. Hang on. I didn't say I could catch them. No, you can't. That's two pens. I'll try with three. I couldn't catch two. Let's see if I can catch no, three. No, no, this is boring as well. I mean, I'm doing paperwork here because I'm so bored. I've got paperwork to do. Can I do paperwork mm. as well? Actually, if I put these show notes in order, I could put them in the filing cabinet, couldn't I? <coughs> right, is that it, then? Well, no, I'm finished yet. I've got 300 episodes to... Uh, get through no i mean with the uh should we get on with stuff well i can do questions if you want to do questions well have you not got any movies or anything i've not been watching movies i've been watching the parliament channel yeah it's i tell you it really is taking off i think it'll make a movie i wonder what the ratings are for the parliament channel four million on one day last week which is better than a lot of um daytime tv <laughs> Well, it's really, it's really good. Four million's a lot. Yeah, yeah, it is a lot. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's do some. Uh, listen. By the way, anything you've um, uh, you disagree with, or if you love us, uh, get in touch. James Whale Radio at Gmail dot com. You want to check out uh, some of the other stuff? Then just go to my radio. Uh, go to my website. Go to my radio show too. My website is jameswhaleradio.co.uk. UK. Can you hang on just a minute? I'm just going to get a phone. Okay, okay. <clears throat> oh, right, okay. <clears throat> I didn't have the phone in the studio. I had to go and get it. Well, that's uh, unusual for you. Yeah, no, no. Um, shall we see who it is? Yeah, go on then. Oh, hold on. <laughs> One, 
New message. Okay. 12, 12 p.m. Was that James, hi, it's Draco. Darling, can you give me a quick ring? Thanks, bye. Oh, dear. Right. <laughs> oh, dear. Peter Straker. <laughs> Doesn't really have to say his name, does he, really? No. No, he's uh, he's funny. So let's do the questions. Go on. Uh, George Johnston. Uh, how do you sort out a wife and mother-in-law not getting on? Um, You go to the pub. What, you leave them to it? Yeah. What if you don't have a house to come back to? <laughs> that is bad. <clears throat> um, mother-in-law counselling. You just kick the mother-in-law out, I suppose. No, listen, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a marriage guidance counsellor, for goodness' sake. Uh, Mark Moody is bottom a rude word. Who might I offend if I use it? Nobody. Use it all you like. Michael Bassett. James, when is Parliament set to explode? We surely haven't got to wait till the 5th of November. It needs to be no, right now. I don't think we have. Mind you, uh, when you say explode, I, I hope you're not talking about the possible terrorist attack like Guy Fawkes. But uh, I think Parliament has to go to the people. I don't think it can go anywhere else, Michael. Explode into a general election. Uh, Dean Kelly, should surrender now be placed on the offensive word list? Yeah, it is the most stupid thing to, to complain about. It is a surrender document. They're absolutely right. You cannot actually uh, produce a, a law like that or a document like that and then say, we're going to negotiate in, you know, what you've done, in my view anyway, what you've done is surrendered. It's like saying uh, we're going to go to war with a country, but we're going to have a vote on whether we should allow our troops to take guns with them. Yes, yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> yeah, oh dear, oh, what a strange world in which we live. Uh, Rob James, pens in banks are always attached to strings. We trust them with our money, so why can't they trust us with just one pen? Uh, it's a good point, but I've never found that now to be the case. Um, you go into the bank, and I very rarely go into a bank, uh, and they have loads of, of pens which they encourage you to take away with their name and phone number on. Huh? So it's advertising. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or it stops you from stealing the money, because it's like, ooh, there's a nice oh. pen there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's usually... I don't think... Does anybody have pens tied to string anymore? I don't think so. <laughs> well, you've had a bing. Oh. Is it yeah, a... no, it's Gemma Forte again. Oh, dear. Yeah, she just wanted to be on the programme. Oh, but, uh, no. No, no, we, we, won't, we won't risk it today. <laughs> we haven't got time. Uh, James Reed, love your book. When's the sequel out? My title suggestion is James Whale 2 Wailing On. <laughs> yeah, that's not a bad idea. Maybe, uh, maybe, we'll, uh, maybe we'll do that. And the last one, Colin Watkins, is the moon made of cheese? Uh, no, I can categorically tell you that the moon is not made of cheese. Uh, that is... About the only scientific fact I know, but it definitely isn't made of cheese. Well, if it's not made of cheese, what else makes it look like cheese? Um, that's your mind. I think it's all in your mind. If you get a pair of binoculars and you look at it closely, you can see it's not cheese. Uh -huh. And the clangers don't live there? No, no, sadly not. Right, I've got to go. Uh, my bath calls or shower or whatever I've got a busy day uh, so uh, thank you to everybody for listening and uh, I don't know what we've done on this I'm sure there's nothing here worth listening to but hey ho you listen to the whole lot if you're listening to this <laughs> or maybe you're one of those people who sort of s s go to the end I was going to say spool through nobody spools through anything now do they can you use that term no not, not anymore not, not in a digital age no 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 Gosh, I would hate to have been a tape recording manufacturer. It's about a bit like being a, a camera manufacturer, because who needs a camera now? Well, everyone needs a camera. Until on your phone. Yeah, but it's still a camera. Well, yeah, but you wouldn't go and just buy a camera, would you, without a phone attached? Well, you would if you have a wedding. You'd have one of those, uh, a big box of disposable yeah. cameras to hand out to everybody. 
Oh, but they don't do those anymore, do they? Disposable cameras? I think those have gone. No, no, they're still available. Are they? I'm not sure how you get them developed, mind, but uh, you still make well, the no. cameras. Perhaps they expect you to do it yourself now. Right, I'm going. Uh, I'll see you all later. Take it easy. Bye. to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.